Welcome to So You Think Your Car Is Fast, where we dive into the world of high-end, fast cars and explore what it truly means to have a fast car. From the latest in supercar technology to the mechanics that make these machines go, we'll separate fact from fiction and uncover the misconceptions about speed and power that exist in the minds of the general public. Join us as we put the pedal to the metal and discover what it takes to have a car that truly lives up to the title of fast. And we're live. Episode 22, So You Think Your Car Is Fast. Oh, dear. Is that what this is? Episode 22? Episode 22. Okay. Episode number. 21 did pretty well. So yeah. we have quite some big shoes to fill. We have a couple episodes that have done significantly better than the others. <laughs> and Usually when we name drop. You, you can tell based oh. on our faces right now, we have no idea what that connection is. <laughs> We need to name drop more. Who's the most famous person you know? That's a good question. Mm. Probably you, Todd. Probably oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's pretty internet famous. I mean, it helps when you run around and, and uh, have everybody tell you that you're number one all the time. Yes. Well, that's a, I mean, I'm, I always say, oh, yeah, I, I race with the, you know who Black Horse Turbo is? Oh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know him. <laughs> you really don't know me. When we turn this off, we don't speak. Oh, oh man, he's he's calling our, uh, people. Our prison? WhatsApp has been quiet lately. <laughs> it, it it hasn't been quiet, Taylor. Come on, you everybody knows you're selling your car. Attempting not, to not the blue car or the camel the car. The GT3 is for sale. Yeah, and it has been a circus. Has it been fun? <laughs> it's been a circus. <laughs> All and, I can do is laugh about it. But there are some really angry. Uh, bored people out there that send messages. I've just been watching our group chat and the things that I have seen go by. Just well, okay. So you've got you've got kind of some categories, right? You've got the the small time. Uh, I shouldn't say shady because I don't know them, but I just said it so you get the idea. Uh, small car dealerships that want to just lowball you. If you don't take their offer, you're an idiot. Uh, and then there's the people that think they're funny, and and I equate that to back. You know, anybody who, who's had a part-time job that's wor worked a cash register, when <laughs> something doesn't ring up, they're like, oh, I guess it's free. <laughs> and you're like, this is the 43,000th time I've heard that joke today. I don't have it in me to humor you anymore. And that's how a lot of these messages are. People are like, oh, what about you know, $5 and a pack of gum? And I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't have teeth. I don't chew gum. Well, can so, can we can we pull these up and go through them? Because yeah, yeah, I'm, we need to make these people famous. This this will be a public shaming for those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, offer number one from Gregory Nichols. Will you accept five dollars and a hug? <laughs> and I'm I'm uh, so I replied I'm not much of a hugger. And the thing is, people that know me know that I am not a hugger. I know this is true. I tried to hug you once, and you looked. I, at me I like, have a thing on my desk that says "not a hugger." <laughs> it's true <laughs> okay let's see here we got tyler tyler says uh, would you take ten thousand dollars cash and a toyota camera yeah, i think he meant camry but you think it was a good it was a really good response i'm not really into really photography, into photography. No. <laughs> good with taylor taylor hey he's come up with some zingers here okay here we have diana what does diana say hello is this available yes can I take pictures in front of it? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, see just, that I didn't one. respond anymore. I was just like, okay. 
right. <laughs> and I know, I told you guys, I could be the bigger person mm-hmm. and just not respond. But <laughs> some of these, it's just sometimes okay. you just got to you gotta poke the bear a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> this guy's curious. He, he, uh, he must be uh, just coming up in the world. His name is uh, Brian. Is this still available? Yep. Such a beautiful vehicle. That color. May I ask how you got to this point? Well, he says how you go to how you go point. to this point. That that's a really great way to separate signal from noise on the internet. If somebody <laughs> is talking to you and they just clearly misspell words all the time. Like I I mean, you know, I typo sometimes. Everybody does. But if you know, you just look at it as a data point along the journey and you're like, yeah. Nearly all of these have some kind of a typo. You gotta get around, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the best is they go what's the vin it's yeah. literally the first line in the description you don't uh, even have to click that more dot 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 to read yeah, that right all right here we go now the car's what listed at like 128 or something right yeah he's like could you do 70 <laughs> 70 what okay you might need to rethink your offer you might need to give me a counter offer <laughs> no mm-hmm. <laughs> no need this isn't the car for you i have 95 cash not even close. <laughs> what do you want for it? It's already the least expensive in the world. <laughs> it literally yeah. was, too. Clean title, GT3, least expensive out there. Oh, You, my you know God. what I almost did? I found there's one on eBay right now that the pictures are like the back, kind of like a back 45-degree shot, and it's buy it now for like $70,000. Yeah. And then you scroll down to the bottom of the pictures, it has no front end. <laughs> And so I thought about sending it to him and being like, "Hey, here's one if you're still interested." <laughs> I'll give you. But I, I was like, "No, nah, that's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. do that." Julian. Okay, the same guy. Oh, is this the same? Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's the same guy. So we're, okay. Oh my gosh, I so saw. We go it. further with Julian. I didn't know. Julian about this then part. says, "I hope your wife divorced you." <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where that even came from, but I'm good. not looking to be a jerk. But Taylor says, "But you literally offer barely half." Barley. Even Taylor says barley. Well, these people are getting to his mind, right? They're getting into it was, his it mind. Was, uh, it was voice texting. Voice texting. <laughs> yes. Barley. <laughs> and then it wouldn't work. So, yeah, I missed uh, So good. So good. Then Taylor <laughs> quips back. Hope you make more money, buddy. All right. We got Zachary. Zachary's up here going, hey, give it to me. I'll take good care of it. No response. No response. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember some of the, I got so many messages every day. Here, here's Adam. Uh, what's the VIN? I'm not interested in wholesale. Who says I'm a dealer? <laughs> All your sold listings and you didn't read the ad. So well, what you know does that mean? On, on Facebook Marketplace, you can click view buyer uh-huh. and it shows what he had like 40 cars that all showed sold. I'm like, okay, well, this guy. That's not a dealer. That's but just an he, avid fan. Yeah, but, yeah, but you right. said okay. don't you didn't read the ad. Did you say something in the ad about no dealers? No, just the VIN is the first line. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's already there. It's, it's already there. already there, buddy. Yeah, we got Odie Joyce. Odie and half Joyce. these names, these aren't real people, right? I think they're all real people. This guy says, uh, "Is it available?" Price. Taylor says it's in the ad. Price catch C A C H. Okay. So, I feel the need to to mention to people that when you tell somebody, will you take 95K cash? 
any rational person doesn't hear the cash part. They just hear 95K. Of course, I would take cash if the yeah, number like, was correct. Like, I'm even willing to wait a couple of days for a wire transfer <laughs> or or a certified fund. There's, there was cash. one in there. I told him, I was like, are you going to bring it in a briefcase? <laughs> We're getting to it. Okay. All right, Joe. Oh, Joe has $30,000 and a Big Mac meal. Give me a car. Well, okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. That's fine. we like Joe. Okay, yeah. Joe's all right. Joshua. Oh, Joshua wants a payment plan, and he lays it out here specifically. You want to read that, Dan? <laughs> oh, forty k a week, and I keep the car in title until it's paid. Otherwise, no, I'm just a private seller. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. it's forty uh, k is is uh, steep. Like, uh, what is that? Like steeping your tea bags or something? <laughs> for, for my blood. Uh, I think more monthly to ensure money in your account and stretch out longer so you could always count on it being there. But mine would be a sign paper. We both agree. I get car, you keep title, and I keep full coverage 100 of the time. Man, I can't read any more of that. Right. <laughs> That's why I made you read it. The crazy thing, uh, I can't through it. This, this conversation went on for a long time because I was like, you know, I'm going to help this guy understand why he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, look, man, the, why would a seller let you just take the car for no money? And he's like, well, I mean, and, that and I way. said, what? If you can't get traditional financing, isn't that a little bit of a red flag to me? And he goes, well, I mean, I would pay it. I'm sure that's never been said by someone who defaulted on a loan before. <laughs> well, he yeah, would, but he, he goes on to it. say he'll keep what routine oil changes and, and I'll keep it clean, all maintenance. But I understand. If not, I'll just look for another vehicle. <laughs> hey, look, don't it, threaten me. <laughs> I'm totally fine with people making payments on cars right that's not a big deal but why are you looking at a gt3 <laughs> what but he's hoping you're, you're you're desperate my favorite is i i was like i thought i was being cool i was like all right well you know if, if you got like i don't know if you own a business and you got some cash flow expect to come in whatever 40k a week and he's like that's way too much Whoa, that's a little more than uh, i can handle <laughs> what taylor what did you offer him 40 40k for three weeks until he pays it? yeah that's a little steep Hey, Raphael here. Raphael's got a got a pretty good offer here, Taylor. Mm. He wants to offer you 10 bucks, a pack of Marlboros, a can of root beer, and 10 minutes with his wife. Take it or leave it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and leave that. Scrolling for photos of wife. Sorry, no. it's not available. <laughs> Did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, Ryan. Can see, Ryan says uh, Ryan comes in strong. He does. Take those ugly ass seat covers off. And sell it for 120. Oh, See, beautiful car though, bro. <laughs> I love those seat covers. Those seat covers are awesome. Those, I mean, I don't know what that, that guy. Clearly, he has iffy taste. He has no taste. He has no taste. Okay, what's what is this? Oh, wise. I is bet. This a, he says, "Is this available?" Yes. Six K. Take it or leave it. Taylor says, "Sounds great." Great. Oh, <laughs> sounds great. I like this uh, this exchange here, Dennis and Taylor. Yeah. Dennis says, "Hey, is this available?" Yes. Then Dennis says no. And Taylor says maybe. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> yes. That, that was oh. it. Does it go on from there? I don't know. Oh, okay. Andrew's got a hard offer of 100K cash today. Taylor how says, much? how much tomorrow? <laughs> Give me oh. 100,000 cash. There's no lights on and it runs. Oh, my God. And Taylor says, will you bring it in a briefcase? Yeah, but 
what he said there was give me 100,000 cash. Give yeah, me 100 I, cash. That was, that's the lowest offer I had for the car and car the and 100,000. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. Andrew, oh, there's a mutual friend. Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know that. I know I know him too. Oh my. We might have to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no. No cuts. No cuts. Oh no. So I guess well I guess it's is it safe to say Taylor that you have sold the vehicle? I I think so. It it always happens the same, right? Like I've got it on the market for a week, I get a whole bunch of garbage and I get then I get frustrated and I'm like I got to get rid of this thing and then I have a whole bunch of offers all at one time come in and I'm juggling them carefully <laughs> so that I don't lose the backup one right. in case the first one bails. So currently I have a deposit on the car um, I think it's legit. I have some mutual connections with the guy, so that's good. And then hey, I've, got, I've got another dealership that's that I promised the car to that's blowing up my phone today that I'm just I'm dragging my feet even responding because I feel like I can I cannot respond for 24, 36 hours. And well, to be know, fair, you to that deal. dealership a week and a half ago and then they ghosted you for a week. No, no, they, they, they just ghosted me for a day. Two days. Oh, that's not two days. Yeah. yeah okay. They just move slow. So you took the $10 and a pack of Marlboros as the deposit? Yeah. Right on. And the Big Mac or whatever it was. I, don't <laughs> I said, go ahead and throw in the camera, man. I, let's let's get some pictures. <laughs> the Toyota camera. Oh my God. Well, you could have used the camera to take pictures of that other girl in front of it. In front of it. <laughs> I bet she's an influence. I should have had them all come to my house all at the same time. Uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the whack pack. <laughs> yeah. So then I had good. one guy that told me that I'd never find anybody with that much money. Oh. <laughs> and, and I was like, and he was a car dealer. I was like, maybe your customers don't have that much money, but maybe you shouldn't do. be buying this car to sell to your customers who have no money. I mean, I don't want to shame people over money. I mean, this is a serious topic, but you know, I mean, the idiocy selling a car is hard. Yeah, I, look, you're brave. I, I get it. Like de dealerships have an advantage because they offer financing. I get it, and the market for a GT3 isn't large, like for a Toyota Camry or you know something like that. <laughs> but the dealers are funny. I, I they're just trying to make a living, right? They're just trying to snag a car to sell, whatever. But the entitlement of some people is the part that I'm just like, what? So can we discuss what you're going to do with this money? I want a 991 turbo. All right. I bet you drive it more than the GT3. Yeah. See, I'm going about this completely different than Taylor. I have a 991 GT3 also, and I'm also looking at a 991 turbo. And then I thought maybe I wanted a 997.2 turbo. So I could be like Taylor and because he already has one, although his is fast, depending on when you talk to us and uh, still in style right now. I don't want to sell my GT3. I want to just keep it and and buy the 991. You're a collector. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I think these cars are going to be worth a lot more in the future. You know, some, you know, generally speaking, we were talking about this before. Uh, we started uh, recording today, but it's generally not considered to be a good investment to buy cars. But, you know, these cars are kind of an exception for me because the electric revolution is coming and it's coming quickly. You know, I think the last Audi R8s have, have rolled off the shelves or the uh, assembly line for those keeping track. 
the Huracans are the same way. And there's just not going to be pure internal combustion engine cars anymore. And if you look at the car market over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, uh, old 911s get really expensive because a bunch of really old guys that have money want to buy them. And they're some of the best cars that have ever been made. So I, I just feel like if, if we pick well right now and, and get models that will perform well, you know, in that setting, I mean, just think about like, uh, you know, 1960s and 70s muscle cars and how they went through the roof all of a sudden when they stopped making cars like that, right? Uh, I, I think it'll be even more profound because we're not just going from, you know, big, big block V8s uh to you know turbo six cylinders which you know irked the real purists in those days uh we're going from internal combustion to electric and you know i'm the most technologically you know fanboy guy there is like i love technology that's why i love turbo cars and and even me the electric cars i'm like mm, it's hard to get as excited about you know, a Tesla plaid as it is for, you know, a, a Lamborghini STO. It's just hard. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah, it is quite the jump. And I know you already have. I have not. Although I am planning ahead, I'm adding electrical service for EV charging one day. Well, you know, but... traditionally, my investment strategy as well as my car strategy is to buy high and sell low. So, been there, you know, done that. <laughs> you know, I, I bought the Tesla and then they whacked like ten or twelve thousand dollars off of the price of said Tesla. And then like right after that, they started giving, you know, large uh, federal tax credits for buying Tesla uh, or electric in general, I guess. And, uh, you know, I missed all of that. I just paid like the highest price possible. So but I do have my Model Y performance and that thing is ridiculous. It's just instantaneous power. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't mm -hmm. care if you have a 600 horsepower, you know, normally aspirated car, you cannot just general driving, like going around a turn and punching it mid turn perfectly and putting all the power down instantaneously. You just can't, you can't beat it. You, you can't. They're, they're, they're in a different league. So everything's going to be that way pretty soon. You know, I kind of want to enjoy our last vestige of turbocharged peace, if you will. That brings me to kind of discuss this uh, trade show I went to this weekend, the, the battery show. And uh, I learned a lot about EV and EV vehicles. I didn't realize that they had inverters. And so the batteries make tons of DC power. Eight, like 800 volts. And so the inverter is on top of the motor and then inverts down to, I thought it was all 12 volt, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm not the most studied on it, but, you know, three phase AC power lets you, lets you do something kind of cool, which is like in an internal combustion engine, your piston goes up, you make compression, it goes bang. Then, uh, so it's, you know, it sucks, squish, bang, blow, right? <laughs> so it, it sucks the air in, it this squishes is a kid it, show. it bangs it, and then it blows it out the exhaust, right? But on a, on a, like a three phase electric motor, uh, as it's, it's a, you know, on the standard AC power, it's 60 Hertz sine wave going up and down, right? So you actually get a push as you go up and you get a pull as you go down. So that's that's why they use AC power. And I think I explained that correctly. I'm sure somebody will probably tell me. It sounded great. 
something. I'm sure one of our subscribers is an electrician. It, it's it sounded great. It sounded great. And what what kind of there was a there was some technology there uh, by Borg Warner. They they have an e turbo. Yes, these are cool. Hey, so you know, you know what's funny? When I was in high school, I had two buddies, and one was super techie. And they were into, I don't know, stuff that I didn't understand, right? They were like the first kids that had CD burners and all that kind of stuff. And they invested in a company, I think it was called Cyberdyne, that they were they were trying to create an electric supercharger. And oh, this yeah. Was back in like 1996. I mean, I, I heard of those guys. They had I the think T100. the company def went defunct, but... Uh, and, and the T101? But that was like the first, the first time I'd ever heard about it. And that was the issue is they couldn't power it enough to actually create any kind of compression but the t1000 was made out of liquid metal and that became a problem. <laughs> not, not cyberdyne <laughs> oh what did i say i, I thought you said cyberdyne he did I say cyberdyne did he say powerdyne cyberdyne? i think powerdyne. it was called powerdyne yeah that was kind of the same situation there well so these these borg warner have an e-booster electronically driven compressor yes and it's cool because you you can you know essentially use a alternator on the engine to drive a turbocharger instead of the exhaust gas that's so, so you cool. have way less inertia in it because you don't have to like the thing that that determines how quickly your turbo spools up one of the major components of that is how much mass there is in the wheel the shaft and the turbine, well, the compressor wheel, the shaft and the turbine wheel, right? So if you get rid of, uh, you effectively eliminate two thirds of that weight, uh, you don't need nearly as much power to drive it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I haven't figured out, well, Borg Warner's figured it out apparently and it works. So uh, that's really cool. And, you know, we can just spin that thing to the moon. And uh, if we uh, don't want to spin it for purposes of surging, we just slow it down a little bit or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, electric speed control like brushless essentially uh like rc engine spinning your turbo sounds like fun to me <laughs> well it happens very quickly apparently with these new these new e-turbos even at low speeds i mean it was it was impressive uh this technology this show is is growing it, it uh, was not very big last year and this year's bigger and then they're going to move into a bigger um convention center next year up in detroit so this is the way didn't Manny have a photo or something of that e-turbo? Um, yeah, you know, he may have. You know, what you're you're talking about e-turbos. So this this GLS that we bought for my wife, uh-huh. It has some kind of electric boost situation. And I don't know what the technology is. I don't know if it has an electric motor. I don't know if it's some kind of OEM electrically driven. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the technology is. And and I can't oh wait. How about this? It's an EQ boost hybrid system, which sandwiches an electric motor generator between the engine and standard nine speed transmission. So I guess it is a motor, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's an electric motor that's somewhere in the driveline so that it can yeah. push. Okay, I, was, I e wasn't booster. thinking about driveline. I was thinking at, at the, the wheels. And uh, that's kind of how the uh, 918 Spider worked, right? Same kind of premise? I, I would imagine. I don't know. Or did it have motors at the wheels? I, I wheel. don't know. I don't remember. This produces 21 horsepower and 184 pounds of torque. If that's a thing, there's just so much torque with these the the electronic technology. Yeah. The uh, the yeah, $700,000 car was a little out of my reach. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's like you bought like, one. It was a good investment because what do they like, sell for now? 2 million? 
yeah, yeah. like two million. Yeah. See, you, you get you get the right cars, you know, like a like a Carrera GT. They're going for over a million dollars now. I rescued a Carrera GT once. Really? I was in the parking lot drowning of the Kempinski Hotel out. in Dubai. And there was two. There was a red one and a white one sitting in in the uh, circle drive for the hotel. And these uh, spoiled little kids got out of, you know, like, I don't know what it was, Rolls Royce or something like that uh, with their, you know, towels in full flow and uh, got their bags off of the uh, cart. And the one kid didn't even look. He just shoved it across the parking lot like you cart begun. <laughs> and it was going right towards this red Carrera GT. And you have never seen me move so fast ever. Oh, wow. I ran across that parking lot and uh and i got to that cart about five feet away from the car and it had so much momentum i had a hard time stopping it but i got it stopped like a foot away from the car <laughs> wasn't even your car but you had the respect mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna let that happen on my watch taylor yo how far along is steve now with with your car uh I'm not bugging him daily. I mean, I do bug him daily, but not always about my car. I know that the motor work was done. The engine's still out of the car, and he is fitting the new turbos, but we're having to correct some things. Oh, yeah? What yeah. are we looking at here? What is this? This is the, the engine, and the, the first turbo fitted. Nice. Okay. So that's the passenger side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Steve, Steve wanted to make sure that they were braced properly yeah the turbos so i know i know that's what he's working on and i have a huge laundry list of just little things to do like like new carbon rotors what uh they're i bought them from steve i don't know a year ago maybe and he's just had them hanging on to him for me oh were they off the uh the, the gt2 i think so yeah oh, yeah okay yeah i wanted to buy those too but they don't fit good pickup yeah i yeah i mean i basically got them for a song and a dance and nice. Are those the, is that the ones you get refurbished from the place in Germany and sent back here and all that stuff? Uh, I mean that's that's an option. We're, I think we're we're just gonna run them like they are because they're so low mile anyway. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the ones that I'm pulling off, I don't know. I might might send them out. I'm I'm not sure. Oh, so you already uh, have PCCBs on the car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Putting new rotors, fresh rotors on it. Yeah, and you know, mine will probably last a little bit longer, but it's just like I, I wanted Steve to look at it. I mean, two hundred yours... miles an hour is just not something I want to even. Would I yours fit my car? Huh? <laughs> Would yours fit my car? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably not if those other ones didn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have GT3 sized rotors, which which are bigger and a different caliper. Yeah, I would need a yeah. But you, well, you have you have um, you have steel brakes, right? I do. So It'd yeah, be, you, it's impossible you, to find them right now. Yeah, you know they're just. I'm sure there's some scammy people on f Facebook selling them. Oh, I need to find a scammy people. Don't wait a minute. It's impossible to find the calipers, or it's impossible to find the rotors. Uh, it's both. It's I, mm. I, I might be able to buy them new, but I don't really just... understand why a single carbon brake rotor is ten thousand dollars. It just right. it doesn't like sometimes when we deal with things. I thought, in this I thought world, they were five. I I've five found them for twelve thousand for a pair. I think retail from Porsche is like ten. I think that's what mm -hmm. or, or around there. That's maybe what I'm or used to be. Maybe. I don't know. It's just the value proposition for me. Like I can put a fifteen hundred dollar set of steel Giro discs on the thing, and they work just as well, or close enough to as well that I don't care. Well, it's not about working. They they'll all work. It's just I want to save some weight. 
Yeah, yeah, but you know what? They're they're I think it's there's some brand out there. I was just looking the other day that they're they're steel brakes that are lighter, significantly lighter than stock. Not as light as the the carbon ones, but they're you know one tenth of the price of the carbon ones. The Giro discs have a aluminum center hat. I that might be the ones I'm thinking about actually. And and they weigh like ten pounds a corner less. Yeah. Which is, I, I mean, for the, like you said, the value proposition, those are the ways to go. In fact, I, I'm not even, on my 991 that I'm going to look for, I don't even care about the carbon. I actually want the carbon brakes because I've never had them. Both my Turbo and the GT3 have steel, which is fine. Then And I bought them that way on purpose because I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm not going to end up with a $20,000 brake job someday. But, you know, the, the amount of miles we put on our cars, probably not that big of a deal. Okay, so... um well, you could ask me where my engine is. We know where your engine it's is. It's the same spot it's been for years now. Your engine's it's been still 84 in years. It's been 84 years. That old lady <laughs> meme. There was something I was looking at the other day. It might have been because I was like trying to find an old email or an old text message. And, and it was something where we were like, can't wait for the 23 race season. <laughs> that didn't age well. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard to get my engine built, but, you know, it can't be that hard. But that's what the captain of the Titanic said about the iceberg, too. <laughs> Ooh, so, another Titanic reference. I never, you know what? I never watched the movie. I actually escaped it. Uh, Okay, so um, Steve has my car, too, and I, I don't think that he's looked at it yet. So no update there. So when's the race? We always Apparently ask. Apparently Steve has other business, and that just doesn't sit well with me. What? October fifth. Yeah. What's that? that? Race? Abilene? Abilene? No, October twenty eight, twenty nine. See, I don't know. Yeah, something, yeah, John know something going on. Oh, oh, I have a, I have a, a road uh, rally trip on November fifth. Oh, was that the Colorado to Vegas or something? Yeah. So Wait we're shipping, we're shipping cars from Dallas to Colorado. We fly to Colorado, then we drive from Colorado to Las Vegas over like a couple of days, like three or four days. And then we hang out in Las Vegas for the weekend, and then we fly home. All right, so it sounds like he's not going to SEMA with us because it's the same time. Oh, I had not put that together yet. It, what? When's the rally? What's the date? Well, I'll be there in Vegas that weekend. Uh, Manny, pull up my calendar, please. So your your rally's the 5th. SEMA ends, I think, on the 6th. Oh, yeah, so I leave for the rally oh, yeah. on the fifth. That's, That's when it starts. Yeah. That's a Thursday. So Taylor, you and I are we were no, planning I'm on talking being November. There. November. November fifth. Oh yeah. November. November. That's when I'm coming home Sunday. from SEMA, I think. Yeah. Yep. We were planning on being there thirty through the second or something like so that. So I'll yep. be there thirty through the second with you guys, and then I'll come home and then I'll go on the rally. <laughs> and then you. go right back to Vegas. Right back to That's Vegas. a lot of Vegas happening. Well, since my kids were born, my wife and I have not gone on a trip together without the kids ever. And it's been, you know, oh. over a decade. So uh, I got my wife. She, <laughs> We had a funny conversation about this. I was like, I would really like for you to come with us on our on our trip to play cars. It, it'll it'll be great. And then she's like, you know, maybe I could do that. And then I realized I said to myself, I was like, I will not be driving under the speed limit the whole time. Mm hmm. That's when she said, no, you boys have fun. And but then I realized that I, you know, I was missing a great opportunity because our friend Tom, uh, he told me have her fly into Las Vegas when we get there and not do there the driving go. part. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So that's the point. You're taking the GT3 on this, right? 
That's why I'm looking for a 991 Turbo, because I would like to... He couldn't keep up last time, remember? Yeah, my GT3 was just too damn slow. <laughs> can I make a suggestion? You can actually add turbos to a GT3, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I heard it's like great. a terrible idea. Yep, it's a lot of fun. You should look into it. You have time, you know. Month. I think it's cheaper to buy a 991 Turbo <laughs> than it is to <laughs> I know it is. But see, I don't want to sell right now because the prices are so low. Yeah. So they, you know, I are. could I could sell my uh, my GT3 and buy a 992 Turbo, and they're like two hundred and forty thousand dollars. <laughs> that would be good for a down payment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I sold it, I the the way I was running the numbers, it's almost a wash. If I buy a 991 Turbo, uh, I'll end up out of pocket, uh, down payment and monthly about the same as I would be if I traded the GT3 and got a 992 Turbo. I can get on board with that, man. I've seen uh, some uh, 992 Turbo S's in the 230-ish range. I want the Python green. Really? Uh, but not, no, not the crazy colors or not, because there's like one. Oh, no. Python green is not a paint-to-sample color like there, there's a few of them out. There's one for sale right now at a, at a Porsche dealer in California. I was looking at it. Taylor, you found a 992 Turbo S for 230? Yeah, they're yeah. down there. They're, they're 230, 240. Yeah. You but can get one with some miles. Not, not brand new, like a 21. No, I yeah. wouldn't care about yeah. a brand new one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Prices yeah. are coming down, man. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, the 991s that I've been watching on like the all the car for sale websites, they're, they're staying there. I, there's a dealer, that blue one that I told you about, I mean, they're dropping it like $2,500 a week. Oh, wow. And that uh, there was another one that they've dropped the price like $25,000 over mm. the last six weeks. People aren't buying. Hmm. Well, the the interest rates are so high. It's like 6 7%. Uh, you know, yep. you get used to paying 2%, 7%. is a big deal. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to finance one. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Like, you I mean... I always finance cars because I would rather pay a little bit of interest to keep the cash in my in my bank account. But that's why that's I buy probably a low. great idea. I just know that I'm not disciplined enough. I've had in it. the beginnings of my adult life. Yeah, I had a lot of fun spending the bank's money. Oh, yeah. And then when it changed to my money, it took a little bit more uh, thought and restraint. <laughs> yeah. Well, spending money is fun. Retail therapy. Buying a new car is always a lot of fun. My other friend, Dan, drove his uh, his car to Los Angeles this week, bought a Mercedes uh, SUV. I think not quite the same model that you have, Taylor, but similar, and is driving it back from Los Angeles right now. That, oh, sounds, wow. like, that sounds like a fun road trip, right? Both ways? I don't know. I'd rather fly and drive back than drive both directions, but he was trading a, a car into that dealer, so he took it. Yeah, I, it is fun until you have like stuff going on and the time it takes and then the gas prices too. shipping. It's not that much more. Mm. Oh, I think it's cheaper to ship a car in some ways because Sometimes. by the time you factor, well, by the time you factor in lost time, depending on, you know, what your business situation is in terms of hourly or salary or whatever. Uh, it's, it's usually cheaper, especially if you're going from like California to Texas. Yeah. That, that's a haul. But, but it is fun. I flew out to Scottsdale one time and drove home a BMW and then, I flew out to Kansas City and drove home my 997.2. No, I remember you telling me about that. I thought you I thought you were crazy that going to Kansas City. So Taylor brought, brought up earlier how we talked about how we we're going to do in 2023. And there's one more event. Didn't do so well. So what do we plan for 2024? What are our goals? My goal for 2024 is to show up to the first race. Okay. That's it. 
If I can make the first race, I don't care if I win, lose. I just want to be there. And, and okay. Run. Okay. That's a good goal, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so, so so we're not going for miles an hour. We're going for be there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, stretch goal Ooh. is two fifteen. Okay. All right. That that's what I'm. That's what I need to hear. Two fifteen. Okay. Dan. Two fifteen. Taylor. Two oh five. Oh gosh. 205 Taylor stretch goal 215. Yeah, I I don't 205. I don't know that I want to go faster than 215. All right, I want to go. I want to max out sixth gear and that is 217. 217. That's a good yeah. number. So, I have been 227. Uh at, yeah, at Texas a mile. mile. I went <laughs> like 196 in the half and I let off. And then I was looking at this runway and it looked like you know, it just, it was endless looking. I'm right. like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. Todd made that mistake before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I kept going, right? And then things I didn't know. First of all, once you hit about 215 or so, 220, you don't, you're not really driving a car anymore. It felt more like I was driving a submarine. You, the sound changed. Uh, the car almost felt like it squatted down a little bit more. Like the wind resistance became a real, a real thing. It was surprising to me how the physics changed above that speed. My speedometer, also unaware of this fact previous to then, uh, the the ABS system is what drives the the speedometer. So, uh, it, you know, it's 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 a it's a Hall effect sensor, I think, with basically a tooth count. And it start it gets to a certain point where it can't differentiate between the teeth anymore as as the trigger wheel spins around. So it it hits 212 miles an hour and that's as high as it reads. So I and the car isn't accelerating like it does, you know, in other gears at that point. So I didn't know that I was still accelerating past 212. I mean, I could kind of tell, but it was kind of hard. And uh, I was, you know, heads up, you know, looking around trying to be as safe as possible. And I felt the engine twitch just, just a little, she just twitched on me a little bit. And, you know, the thing that I'm programmed to do when you feel something goofy with the engine, especially on a high load scenario, like that, a really long pull, I let off the gas. That's not what Todd says to do. He says, never lift, never lift. Well, there's times there's a two. Yeah. There's times to do it. And, uh, I was still sore about that. I looked at the data after the fact and the the draggy actually it wasn't a draggy it was a v-box v-box said 227 and i had previously done the math right down to actual measurements of my tires using actual gearing numbers and at my rev limiter was 227 and so i thought i hurt the engine i was like oh my god i'm i'm a complete moron <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't have been doing that that long of a pull. I wasn't tuned for it. I probably hurt the engine. I got back to the pits and uh, and Wayne looked at my log and he he wasn't there, but he texted me and he said, you hit the rev limiter, you idiot. So yeah, I hit the rev limiter in six. When, when I let off the gas, there was 0.7 G of deceleration just from the wind resistance. Wow. It, it was surprising to me how hard I didn't even touch the brakes hardly to get under 150. It just went mm. and just dropped down. And, and the real sadness of the whole thing was I had my uh, camera on top of the car and the camera flew off and I don't know where it went, but somebody I, I told the Texas mile people once I parked and realized the camera was gone that 
I had dumped a camera on the on the runway. And they're like, yeah, we found it. <laughs> you know, a, a motorcycle that went behind me hit it and it stuck in his boot. What? So they got the pieces of the camera, put them. I mean, literally, I mean, it was pieces. But I mean, there was absolutely nothing left of it. It was hilarious. Unfortunately, the memory card ejected in the incident and was mm. never to be found because that would have been amazing. A 200 plus 220 mile an hour pass camera goes flying off the car, then gets schmucked by a motorcycle. Uh, that, that would have been a great video, but uh, I, I even went so far as to contact some uh, digital hardware engineers that I know, because when a camera is recording, what it actually does is, is write what you're recording in a raw format to a to a flash memory on board on the camera and then it dumps it off to the sd card that you put in it so there probably was some video there but unfortunately the impact probably from the motorcycle hitting it cracked that flash chip as well so we didn't mm. we didn't get it but gopro had a deal where they would give you a 200 credit for any competitor's camera uh in any condition even a 2017 Toyota camera? Yeah, I think so. So I sent the <laughs> like camera to GoPro. They gave me $200 off and and I got whatever the you know, the Hero model of the time was. It was like a Hero 8, Hero 9. Oh, Calvo is bringing a freshly built AIM Porsche to Abilene. Did they finish his car? No, not yet, but that's what he's threatening. Oh and my god. AIM is supposed to be coming as well. So. Oh, that's great. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but is it a manual? It must be, right? Because It is, yeah. yeah. I think it's the black car, right? Wait. I thought his was silver. What? No, oh, it is He's black. got a 997? Yeah, mm -hmm. he does. Yeah. Yeah, AIM has had it for two and a half years now. It must be really special. <laughs> hey. He, he was telling me about it a while ago. He built them a Viper and turned it around in six months, and they still had his car, so we were... Oh man, we were getting a bit. Of a I cannot of fault anyone because I was just on the phone with somebody yesterday and he was talking about one shop this and one shop that. And I'm telling I every shop has their stuff. I mean, nothing just, ever goes right in this business. It's it's too custom. It's too outlandish. And it's also being run uh, somewhat interspersed with very irresponsible people in in places that you don't always pick up on right away i know it's not everything but you know I've, I've started to judge a lot of things by the names and people that show up at the half mile stuff mm -hmm. right like when when people tell me that they're the they're the best performance shop and they've got the best tuner and they've got the best this and best this and no one in the half mile game knows who they are I, i'm i'm not saying it's a no but I, i'm just saying like that if you're bringing cars out as a shop and you're successfully competing and making good passes in a half mile, you're you're building good cars. Yeah, I mean it's important for people to 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 race what they sell so that the customers can see it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, what you know, if everything breaks. We've talked about it before. Yeah, what? we know things are going to break. What do they you go mean spin, it spin, spin spin eventually. <laughs> spin spin spin. They go spin spin clank. Clank clank spin. That's self-clearancing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you could push through the initial clank. <laughs> yep. This bolt was a little too long. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. It's That's uh, what happened with my turbo speed sensors. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's oh. right sized. Oh, yes. Oh, oh goodness. Taylor, <laughs> they just rubbed I'm, a little. I'm so sorry, Taylor. You you have yeah. the worst you have the worst luck. I I haven't had great luck. So, well, Taylor, are yo. you going to 
uh, are the um your old turbos the the zona 95s or are they just gonna sit in a nice box for me just in case i need them I and mean, i don't know man are you gonna pay rent no 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 i just want you to hold them just, if you could just yeah, hold just, on just to the monthly payment so yeah. i can have money in my account <laughs> look so the money keeps flowing i'm gonna pay you weekly yeah but i i'll keep full coverage so it's it's fifty dollars a week. you do the oil changes i'll, I'll do regular maintenance right. fifty dollars a week Todd will store them in an air-conditioned garage. There has to be climate <laughs> yeah. control. Oh, speaking of my garage, yeah, we haven't done an update. So it's up. I need doors now. And then we are going to start on the interior build this week. Cool, cool. This week. Wow. Yeah. So first thing, I guess we're going to frame it out. I, actually, I think they're going to bring electricity into it and then frame it out and then, you know, finish it up. So I'll get some progress photos for us. So when my missus finds out I bought the 991, does that mean I have a place to stay? You can store it there. Sure. <laughs> did you, did you buy a 991? <laughs> Not yet. I, I might I, be crazy and make a phone call offer after we get off this. I oh. have this really strange thing that always happens to me. An idea occurs and I say, I can't possibly do that. That's the most crazy, irresponsible thing I've ever heard about. Yeah, but then you just think about it for a while and you figure out how it makes sense. And But no, it's not even that it makes sense. I realize that I, I have to do it, right? Like, I have to do this. Like, how yeah. could I not, how could I pass this opportunity up? This is an opportunity that I will never get again to be this irresponsible and get away with it. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> Yolo. Do we want to plug anybody? Do we want to? I need to talk to Arizona Cycle Parts. Okay. He messaged me after our last episode, and uh, we, we 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 ought to do something with him. I think there's. I think, there's I think he would be interesting to have on here because that's kind of a cool side of the business. Yeah, and he's got an amazing amount of stuff too, just like on his website to talk about. I mean, he he must he he did say that he's been a drag racer his whole life and he used to race seven second cars. Mm. So he cool. might be the fastest <clears throat> guy we've ever had on, which could also be kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys want to see him. Let us know. I tell you what, let's, let's wait. Let's wait till he breaks the world record, then have him on. I think he's going to an Abilene. Okay. I have a feeling. I don't know. I just, I just kind of have that feeling. All right. And, you know, with underground racing behind it, then there's there's a good yeah. chance. That's a good track. Yeah, I've got, that's where name? I went my fastest. Mark, Mark, I have a new deal with anti-gravity batteries, so you can use my code and get discounts. What is the code? B Is it BHT? BHTR10. BHTR10. This new one I got carries the full power all the way through the pole and it's lighter it's probably 20 30 pounds lighter than the normal battery so what about for like street, I like the street style usage i think it'd Should be, be better for that because you're more worried about it discharging while you're sit while the car sits for weeks if, it, if it's running every now and again and the alternator's charging it and if it dies you just press the remote and it the, the battery turns on it doesn't go beyond uh full death so you yeah turn it, on, start the car it, it has a BMS circuit or a, a, or a yeah, battery management system circuit in it. Mm. So it's it's like a phone, right? The phone shuts off uh, before the battery actually completely dies. Like you never want to run a lithium battery below about 20% because if yeah. the, the voltage actually gets too low, it'll never yeah. come back. It's done. So it doesn't um, allow itself. So how much do they end up being with your discount? I think it's like seven, 800 bucks after his discount. Because I was eyeballing it too going, hmm. 
How long do they last? They last a long time. I mean, longer than a normal AGM or standard battery. Seven, eight years, I think. Yeah, I think so. So, Dan, yeah. have you missed every event this year? Yeah, I haven't made one this year. Oh. I went with you guys, and I had a concussion at the time, and I was kind of oh, useless. Yeah. And That's other right. than that, uh, you know, nothing. All right, then. That concludes episode 22 of So You Think Your Car Is Fast. Next time, we discuss other stuff. Thanks for listening and or watching. Don't forget, you can watch on YouTube. Thanks for listening to So You Think Your Car Is Fast podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also want to thank Redenzo Radar, redenzoradar.com slash BHT for discounts. And for discounts on lightweight batteries at anti-gravity batteries, use discount code BHTR10. Go to antigravitybatteries.com. Also want to thank Evo Spec Engine Development, Forced Performance, and Driver Source.